Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Hello and welcome to Baseball Mainly. Hey, welcome to Baseball Mainly again. And here we are back in uh, sunny Michigan after a road trip to uh, Durham uh, where I got to play a little baseball and uh, very little for me because I was awful. <laughs> but uh, Joey went with me and man, that kid is, he's gotten better since high school. He That's a good thing, Jess. <laughs> he was throwing BBs, I'm telling you. And he's, he never claimed to be a pitcher. Uh-huh. He's got a he's got a really good arm. He he roamed the outfield. He played the whole outfield. We had guys that kind of stood and left and right, and Joey played the rest of the outfield. Anyway, uh, while in Durham, well, before we get to that, with us today is Corey Sir Patrick Stewart. I'm back to Sir. Sir Patrick. I got again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart, uh-huh. make it so. And yeah. with us today also is Ethan the Statman Perlman. It's good to be here. It's good to be back with you. I missed you guys last week. Yeah, I missed doing this, but I hear you talked about food. Lots of it. Yes, we did. And, yep. and, and you know, whenever I'm on the road, <clears throat> I got to go to the uh, Durham Bulls Athletic Park, where the Durham Bulls play in their beautiful stadium. And I noticed this sign as I was walking along. Walking in the corridor, I look at this sign, I look up, and it says, Hamburgers, Veggie Dogs. <clears throat> now, you guys, you're not going to sell me, Jess. All kinds of crap about, <laughs> no, about the Veggie Dog uh-huh. at America Park. But I want you to know at the Durham, Durham Bulls Stadium, mm-hmm. they sell Veggie Dogs. And were they good? I didn't eat one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they do sell them there. And I, I don't know if we've shown the sign, uh, but I, I noticed this sign. And it's what a beautiful stadium. Mm-hmm. So I, I look at this sign and I say, well, I got I to gotta talk to somebody here. So went up and got down a, a large soft drink. And uh, I met this nice young lady. And so I took a little video of her, and uh, we're going to show that right now. Tell me again, what's your name? Shania. And, and, and I'm here to ask you about the veggie dogs you sell here. Do you sell a lot of veggie dogs? Yeah, we do in this particular stand. I never tried it, though, but a lot of people say it's great. Okay, good, because... Uh, you're on baseball mainly. Thanks a lot. So they sell a lot of them. But she's, paid, she's she, never tried them. She was them. paid to say that. She's an employee. <laughs> she's never tried You can't them. sell me on that, Jess. I hope Shania's watching. She, she did a great <laughs> job and uh, just impromptu, and she said, yeah, sure, I'll go on. So while I was in Durham, uh, played baseball with uh, Play at the Plate. And with mm-hmm. us today, in the studio today, <gasps> is our friend and one of our uh, very much appreciated sponsors, Scott Green. Welcome, Scott. Glad to have you today. Thank you, Jess. Thanks, guys, for letting me uh, stop by. Yeah, anytime. Yeah, this is a surprise. We didn't know you were going to be in Michigan. Neither did I. Yesterday, I decided just to take a long, circumvented ride back uh, to New York and uh, looked at a couple of parks already. 
for perhaps a future event and found myself too close not to come by and say hello. Very cool. Very well, that, cool. That field in Durham was one of the nicest fields I've it's, ever played on. It's, in my opinion, of all the places we've had the great privilege to play, I, I still rank actual field itself. Uh, Cleveland is still the best for me. Toledo is right there. And for the actual service of the field, Durham Athletic Park is top five. I mean, and, and the groundskeeper is, uh, I don't know if he has a life at all because he spends it on that tractor. He watered after every game. And the place looks good because he cares. And uh, it, it was an amazing and a great weekend. A it, great really, weekend. it really showed what a fantastic park. I couldn't believe it. Um, the grass, you know, they have that bent grass in the south that real is like a putting green. So if you hit a ball in the gap and you hit what hit it between the outfielders, it kept rolling. going. It's gonna yeah. go. It's gonna <laughs> keep going. And I need that. I need that to get to first base, let alone second base. <laughs> you did just fine. Hey, this day in baseball history, uh, Mr. Statman, what uh, what happened? Okay, so uh, the first one is back in 1968. Uh, Pitcher Don Drysdale pitched his sixth consecutive shutout, defeating the Pirates five to nothing. The Dodgers' right-handed pitcher extended his major league record scoreless streak to 58 in two-third innings before yielding a run in his next start. Hmm. Do you ever? Do you, do you guys ever see Don Drysdale? Did you ever see him pitch? Sure. Mm -hmm. No. Scott did. That guy could pitch. They had a great team in L.A. I mean, think about the legacy of pitchers there. Uh, you know, my favorite lefty out there is... Uh, Colfax. Sandy Colfax. Mm -hmm. Got Don Drysdale. Uh, Johnny Padres pitched out there way back when. What, you know? They had guys like Bill Singer, who would be a starting a number one for most teams. He was number three or four on that staff. Claude Osteen. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they had great stat about him later, if you remind me. Uh they were built on two things, defense and pitching. Mm -hmm. They won more, too. I can remember watching the, getting the box score, watching the Cardinals throw out Gibson and Carlton and lose to Koufax and Drysdale, one nothing and 2-1. I mean, oh, that was <laughs> you know, not much happening uh, on the bases in those times. But uh, they were Don Drysdale, and who a lot of people said was not a Hall of Famer. In my eyes, he certainly was. Yes. He certainly yeah, was. Yeah. And you didn't fool with him. Uh, he was had no problem throwing at you. Yeah. And high also, but uh, yeah, he was tough. He was Scott. A do, you, do you love just quick question? Do you like the pitching and defense aspect of the of the game, or do you like to see bombs just getting hit? You know what? You know, I, high run scores. You know, I think there's, I think defense is taking a back seat. Yeah. In, in baseball today, where mm -hmm. it's just all about hitting, and then pitching is all about speed mm -hmm. and how fast you can throw a ball. I mean, that's what. All sports things are just getting too fast and too uh, and too quick. Yeah, I mean, my favorite Cardinals era, to be honest with you, being a Cardinals fan, was the mid '80s. I enjoyed watching the guys run around the bases and not have long balls. I mean, we had Ozzie Smith and you know Lonnie Smith and her and Willie McGee and a double and a triple to me is more exciting. Sure, yeah. everybody likes a home run. There's no, it's, it is exciting, but. Uh, I'd rather see good pitching and defense. Yep. I'd rather see a 4-3 game or mm -hmm. a 3-2 game that you get on base, it, it means something. Yeah. I mean, it just, but the game has changed as players have changed. Yeah. So it's uh, another era. Well, speaking of pitchers, this day in baseball, 2009. 
uh, yes, in the opener of a twin bill, which you don't see much anymore, uh, Randy Johnson gives a solid six-inning performance in a 5-1 to one Giants victory over the Washington Nationals. That would be his 300th career victory. And the big unit becomes only the 24th pitcher to accomplish the feat. And the first to reach the the first to reach the milestone since Tom since Seaver. Since Tom Seaver, but the the wording was kind of Beat weird. The Yankees <laughs> in 1985. Yeah. But Tom Seaver unfortunately passed away recently. Yeah. yeah. Tom Seaver. I remember Tom Seaver pitching, and his knee would get dirty because he got down so low. Mm-hmm. I, was, I happened to be in Arizona, I've told you guys this, this mm-hmm. to see the game where they retired his jersey, uh, uh, Randy Johnson's jersey, in Arizona. And uh, I mean, the place was packed. They were going nuts. And they were showing this sizzle reel, really, for Randy Johnson. And near the end of it, he throws this fastball that hits the pigeon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've all seen it. And the, the sound in that place when that happened was incredible. Uh, and then he gave a great speech. Randy Johnson was, uh, you know, not somebody you'd want to face, uh, especially at my level, right? I mean, you, I wouldn't even see the ball. These guys that can throw that hard, and it, the angle Johnson threw from, was he 6'8"? Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. A tree. I was actually at the uh, Tom Seaver 300th victory against Were the Yankees. you? Yep. Actually, it was Phil Rizzuto Day. And he had to share it with Phil, and I remember... The scooter. Yeah, and Seaver pitched a complete game to get the win. And uh, the pre-game ceremonies, they brought out a... I don't know why. They brought out a cow to, or to give to Phil Rizzuto. Or it had some symbolism, and the cow ended up knocking him on his rear end. He fell over. So it was, <laughs> but I'll always remember that. Growing up in New York and living in Queens and going to Shea Stadium so many times as a child, Tom Seaver was the deal. And yeah. you could arguably make a, a case for him and, you know, an all-time pitching staff of five starters. You'd have no problem if he was your fourth or fifth starter because he was the real deal. He, he was the franchise of the New York Mets, and uh, he was just fabulous, fabulous player. Wow. Yeah, well, well, well that bring back, a series to New York. Yeah, back to Randy Johnson, though, for a second. Um, Last night, he announced the picks after uh, the first round for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Every time they made their selection, he announced their picks. He had a very just dry sense when he was talking. Like, there was no enthusiasm. There was no, you know, enjoyment of it. He just got up there. He's like, I'm Randy Johnson and the Arizona Diamondbacks select so-and-so. It's like... <laughs> Oh, he doesn't I, have I mean, anything to prove. He's not Mr. Effervescence. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt about it. It was just like, come on, these. This is a big day for these kids, and one of them was actually at the studio where they, you know, do the draft. I'm like, you're not even gonna like acknowledge with a little bit more enthusiasm that. A, a high yeah, score right but that's here. kind of how Randy was when he approached, like in the early innings. Like, he would get amped up and get fired up, especially if you, like someone was crowding the plate or if mm-hmm. he was like kind of you know just not getting the calls from the umpire. You would see like there would be some emotion there. But Randy kind of took the game and was just kind of like, I'm out here to pitch and do one thing: yeah, strike guys out. Oh, and kill birds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he barely flinched when the bird can, exploded. You can see if from this picture we're showing the the tremendous torque mm-hmm. that goes on a pitcher's arm yeah. 
and uh, and you can see why there's so much arm trouble. Yeah. But he's a lefty, so he had to be good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's great. So what happened with the Tigers this week? Wow. Did they win any games while I was? They gone? won one. Well, they were, they went on they went on a short winning streak. Yeah, before, they, they uh, won. Yeah. Yeah. Th- three, four games. A- after losing, what was it, nine in a row? Yeah. So, so lay it on me. I know you're going to talk to me about yep, it. So I, go ahead. I, I am fully going to say, Jess, I was right. You oh, were wrong. wow. Ronnie it's Rodri- still early. Ronnie Rodriguez did not make improvements. Yes, he was hitting 300 almost a month ago, but now he's hitting 220. So I, He is I, almost dead last on the team in hitting now. I feel, I feel vindicated. <laughs> And I feel wrong. Maybe right? because it wasn't. Maybe because you I'm weren't conflicted. here. You weren't here. Maybe that's well, the reason. The, the problem is he, the, he was even he before wasn't the, hitting before <laughs> Before the season started, I said, "Why is this guy even on a major league roster? He doesn't know what a strike is." Yeah. Right. He's he's Vlad Guerrero without Luck. any attempt, any any <laughs> ability to hit the ball. Right. He swings at pitches. Even Vladimir Guerrero didn't swing at. Except when Vlad hit them, they went out, right? And and when Vlad swung at garbage, he ended up hitting yeah. the garbage. Yeah, it could yeah. bounce and Guerrero get a hit. Yeah. yeah, this guy, you know, swing at junk. So I, I looked at his stats. Right, he has 137 plate appearances. Mm-hmm. He has six bombs, six walks, and 45 strikeouts. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now to put that in perspective, though, over his last, I'm going to pull up his last 10 games, because you're going to see he is swinging too much, or last 15, he's batting 0.85. Well, he has struck out 25 times, has not walked once, and maybe has, he four, plays and has be- four maybe, hits. Maybe he plays better in the cold. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so, so you're right. So I was wrong. Can we get like, past like, that? Like, not out? yet. It's still early. You know, he who, wasn't right until the season ends on 162. You know, he, you're he, not right yet. I said after 200 at bats, he's up to uh, 128. Yeah, still plenty of he time. Has he, to get it, he has to go 500 <laughs> to end up above 300. Yeah, he could go. <laughs> He has to hit 500 over his next 72 at bats to be prove me wrong. Yeah, well, you said at 200 yeah, at bats. Yeah, I don't yeah. see him hitting 500 no. over 72 uh, at bats. Never know. You never well, here's know. The, here's the deal uh, to Corey, who said the Tigers would win. I want to rebuttal that, there. but you won't let me. So if they if they went 500 for the games. rest of the season. Uh-huh. They would they would win seventy five games. Also, I definitely gonna, can't touch seventy eight. <laughs> and and they have, they you, have. You could. No, there's no way. I'm I'm gonna make it right now that the Tigers will play under five hundred for the rest of the well, season. Well, for the next six and games, it could be one game under five hundred. They get to play the Jays, who are a very uh, the Rays, excuse me, who are a very good team. Not the Jays. Yeah. The Rays, <laughs> who are a very good team. Uh-huh. The Jays are as good as the Tigers. So who knows what would win that match? No. Right? Ah. They played Miami they've too. Played, Miami. They've already like, played Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> they're playing. They're playing Tampa. Uh huh. And then they're playing Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota, who already has forty wins. Yeah. The, Minnesota's taking that Central. Oh, hands down. I think Cleveland's yeah. going to fade off at the end, and uh, uh, Minnesota takes it. Well, there's it. a lot of baseball to be played. There's you always never know. a team that's hot before the All Star. Oh game yeah. Then. Well, it's always true too because you're. It's not 
how well the season went. It's how hot you're getting when you get into the postseason. Well, they do have an 11 game lead on the Central here. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. Wow. Though yeah. they will win the Central by 15 games. I hope, Minnesota I hope will. you're right. Minnesota. Yeah. Will. I hope you're right. Uh, Nico Goodrum went five for five one night and yeah. uh, had two home runs. And that was in his homecoming. Uh, yeah. Back in Cle- uh, not Cleveland. Well, well, who, did, who did we draft? Didn't a draft uh, happen we, this we, week? Yeah. Well, it's actually still happening. Uh, last night was round one, the compensation round A, compensation round A.2, and then round two and compensation round two. Um, and the Tigers have the fifth pick and the 47th pick. With the fifth pick, they did take outfielder Riley Green mm-hmm. out of uh, high school in Florida. Yep. Uh, great bat. Mm-hmm. Good running ability. Yeah. Good power. Good clubhouse uh, presence um, yeah, too. I he, heard. Yeah, he's very. He's a very down to earth player. Yeah. Um, only thing against him maybe is his defensive ability, which is still questioned. Sure. Uh, but the Tigers have already stated that their their plan is to use him in center field. Yeah. Their plan is to bring him up as a center fielder. Didn't and, somebody uh, say he was like a he? He is going to be a franchise player someday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the well, that's hit, a if, if he's a lot to put on an if he reaches the potential, yeah. then yes. Um, yeah. And he's got a nice left-handed swing, which doesn't hurt either. Doesn't um, hurt. Well, you know, it's high school, but he batted four twenty-two with eight home runs, twenty-seven RBIs, eleven doubles. Scored 37 runs and 13 for 13 in steals. Now, yeah, and I believe he had a cycle or two as well. Wow. It is, you know, is baseball in Florida, so it's certainly, and don't take this the wrong way if you're local and listening, it's better baseball than is here. Yeah. Right? Unless you're playing for one of the schools that recruits. And, sure. Uh, like. Uh, well, we won't mention Brother Rice or or, uh, <laughs> or, uh, uh, the or Detroit Country picked. Day or who, who did the cards pick? Yeah, who did uh, the cards pick? Uh, take a look here. They picked a left-handed pitcher. From uh, they Kentucky. picked they picked Zach Thompson, who I believe MLB Network was comparing him kind of a, to a Brett Anderson. Hmm. Uh, he, it's an interesting pick. Okay, I well, mean, I, I I've kind of looked at him a little bit. I like his size. I just don't know if he'll be a star- if he'll remain a starter or if he'll be more of a reliever option with sure. what his arsenal is. Gotcha. Well, I think, and, that, and that's the same with a lot of these first round. I think if pitchers. the Cardinals took him, he's going to be the next coming of Bob Gibson. Yeah, because the Cardinals <laughs> seem so. to know what they're doing. Yeah. So are you are you guys happy with who we got for our fifth round? Yeah, and, I think and, we need some, and we needed a position. We needed a hitter. We need somebody who could who can play the field. The the only problem is the guy's 18 years old. Mm-hmm. He did commit to a college. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is he going to is he going to the minor leagues? Or yes, he is. Yeah. We're sure. W- of that. W- without a doubt. I mean, the the pick value is six point one eight million. That's okay. what the Tigers at least have to offer him. Um, depending on what they do between rounds three and ten. They could take, you know, a a few more high school high school guys with strong commitments to college, and not sign them and put more money into Riley Green. That I mean, it's just it's just how the whole system works. Yeah. Well, he's uh, he's you known get that allotted amount, and he's known to be a very good hitter. He's thought to be the best hitter in the draft. Six two, 190 pounds, left left. 
I like that. He's a lefty, left-handed hitter. Yeah, and and I will say though, with the best hitter, I'll go with best high school hitter. Maybe I, I won't say best. Well, oh, maybe that's in a draft. maybe that's what I read. And I even was... and even best high school hitter, I would debate because who Kansas City took at number two and Bobby Witt Jr. That that guy's got massive hitting ability, mm-hmm. not just contact wise, but he's got massive power and he's not a big guy yeah and, th- and that's the thing once some of these high scores build into their bodies mm-hmm. you know they'll have more power they'll have you know better hitting ability sure. but i i don't know i liked bobby witt jr but i knew he wasn't gonna fall the fall to the tigers yeah and that did disappoint me that uh hmm. kansas city didn't you know screw up <laughs> but, but when do they ever you know kansas city mm-hmm. yeah well, let's, uh, you know, since we have Scott here, just briefly, because I've got a little uh, team envy here. I'm looking at St. Louis's stats. Yeah. Goldschmidt has 12 home runs. Osuna mm-hmm. has 16. Mm-hmm. Now, Carpenter, he's a, he's a slacker. He only has eight. Molina has four. So they got 40 home runs between those guys. Yeah. Do the Tigers have 40 home runs as a team? Probably oh. just there, maybe. The Tigers? No, no. I don't no, who, think... no, who are we talking about? The Tigers having forty. Yeah. Home Do the runs? Tigers no, have anybody. forty home runs even as a team? No, not. Mm. I don't even think <clears throat> they would be close. And St. Louis is only three games out. You were you were complaining about them. Had a good weekend. Swept mm-hmm. the Cubs. Yeah, that's yeah, always we'll a take tight it. thing, right? That's <laughs> a that's a tight division. Yeah. Get mm-hmm. the World Series trophy ready. Yeah, between first and last place, there's six and a half games. Yeah, yeah. it's a it is a tough division. Uh, I don't think it's the best division anymore. I think it's just the toughest. I think it's uh, everybody. You can, the Detroit the Tigers. Of the Reds. Just so we know, the yeah. Detroit Tigers had 51 home runs. We have 51 and yes. they, together. And, yes. Right, and they what? have they have four guys with that total 40. Yeah, I think DeJong's got seven or eight. Also, I think he's the real deal. I love him. I yeah. like watching him play. Uh, and Goldschmidt really hasn't gone on the Goldschmidt tear yet. He hasn't carried the team yet. Um, well, we know we know what he did in Arizona. Yeah, the guys, the guys yeah, are real yeah. deal. Listen, I hope he is the real deal. Because <laughs> I think Molina is hurt and he's going to be out for a while. Yeah. Oh. So, but Weeders looks like he still has the stick, and and the Cardinals have a guy named uh, I think it's Adam Neisner, Neisler, I believe, who's going to be uh, Molina's heir apparent, and they may bring him up if they haven't already. But. Uh, wow. And I noticed over in uh, National League also that the Phillies signed Jay Bruce. I'd like to hear no, what. No, no, they they traded for Jay well, Bruce. Well, what else? As, as I have already explained to Jess this morning. Um, this is why if, I brought it up. If I'm a Phillies fan, I, I depending on w- which minor leaguers I've given up and how much money I've given up in this trade, I'll either be somewhat okay with it or I just won't be okay with it. And that's because Jay Bruce... I believe he's in his mid-30s now. The defense is not what it used to be. The bat is still there. But if you look at the Phillies outfield right now, you got Andrew McCutcheon in left, you've got Abdul Herrera in center, and you've got Bryce Harper in right. You've got a declining McCutcheon in left. You've got Herrera, who's still an up-and-comer, who's done pretty well this year. And then you've got Bryce Harper, who for some reason... This year, I don't know what to think of him because he's been good, he's been bad, and so I'm just going to say he's been above average for Bryce Harper. For what you pay for Bryce Harper, he's above average right now. 
I don't know what they're thinking, bringing in Jay Bruce. He could play first. He could play the outfield, yes. He could pinch hit off your bench. But I got Reese Hoskins at first. Mm-hmm. I'm not moving Reese Hoskins off of first unless I need to give an outfielder a day off. Well, you could, you I'm could not, make I'm uh, not Bruce re- your DH, but... No, oh, but wait, you're not hey. in the American League. <laughs> I'm not sitting... For the amount of money I paid Harper, I'm not sitting Harper. Unless, no. he's, unless he's injured. I'm not sitting Herrera because I have no other center fielder. Mm-hmm. Um, so your choice really is now... Are you are you doing something with McCutcheon that you had to bring Bruce in, or are you platooning the two, and you know make it like a position battle? Whoever performs better stays. Did they sign who McCutcheon, doesn't? Did they sign McCutcheon to a a, a deal? Uh, you know, I mean, a longer term than a one year. It, I I don't believe it was. I think it's a few more than one year. Yes, okay. but I don't believe it was a lot of money. So you could try and get rid Possibly of Possibly trade him for something. But th- this move just it confuses me because he's yeah. not gonna he's not gonna play first. He's not. And that's because Reese Hoskins is playing first and overall Reese Hoskins is a better player. Mm. All right. He's also right. a younger <laughs> player. What you could do is take a look at how many games they have coming up, say in the next two months against American League teams. Mm-hmm. And if they have a lot of games against American League teams, then you could use him as a DH. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he he's versatile. I I enjoyed watching him play with the Mets. Uh, but again, there's really I mean that's the same thing the Cardinals are facing. They they have Jose Martinez who is a designated hitter. Yeah. But they got to get him out there somewhere. But you have Fowler, Bader, Ozuna. So having another guy to spell once or twice a week. Do you think I'll come off the bench isn't a bad thing? Yeah. Do you think issues like that though will eventually change the DH rule in the uh, in the NL? Well, I was, and still am. I, I'm an anti-designated hitter mm-hmm. guy, but let's face it, baseball has changed. Yeah. Um, you know, when you have 14 pitchers on your roster and only a certain amount of position players, and double switches are prevalent and how many times have you really, as a manager, had to face the fact that, oh, can I let this pitcher hit in the eighth inning? Pitchers aren't getting to the eighth inning. No. So I'm almost to the point now where I think it's just time to let's, I mean, let's face it, the National League is the only league in professional baseball that does not have the designated hitter. Mm-hmm. So, so all the minor so, leagues have <clears throat> DHs now? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I am at the point now. Because the game is so specialized and changed so much that uh, letting a pitcher hit the first couple times up, you know, before he gets his five inning quality start, uh, let let somebody give a give a career to somebody else. Or uh, I'm to the point personally where I'm for the designated or now across the board. Sure. Yeah, and I think sure. I think Major League Baseball is heading in that direction. Too. I think they yeah. are also. Yeah. And the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, by the way, they don't play in an American League ballpark. Again, until July 23rd and 24th when they come to Detroit. Oh. And, 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 and Andrew McCutcheon is actually just been put on the injured list. So oh. there is a spot right now for Jay Bruce. So there to was get a in. reason for this deal. I and sure hope that wasn't what drove them to do this personally because you're taking on a three year, I think like 40 some million dollar contract. Well, didn't you say some, some money? Yeah, but but money is going back to Seattle. Money is not coming to Philadelphia. Would it it surprise you to hear that Jay Bruce has hit 12 home runs this year? No, it really wouldn't. But 
I, I'm still he's his bat has declined from where it was a few years ago when he was with the Mets and then I believe got traded to the Indians. Well, here's what I think's going on. I think the Phillies are committed to winning like the Tigers used to be committed to winning. I, I hope Philadelphia could bite them in the butt. I, yeah, well, I, say, I hope Philadelphia what? doesn't mind a rebuild then. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. You look at the difference at the butts in the seats in Philly. Mm-hmm. At uh, what is it? Uh, citizens. Yeah, yeah citizens. citizens Bank. Or the the butts in the seats at Comerica Bank. You know, Comerica Park. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I think that was just because of the name. When you get somebody like Bryce Harper, you yeah, know, you want to come see that. But you know what? If if we had just traded for Jay Bruce, mm-hmm. and we had just brought in Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. And we had pitching. I, I would be ripping. I would, I would, yeah, I would be, be like Avila. What are you doing? <laughs> we, you know what we'd be saying? They're trying to win. Yeah, but and we're I not think, in that win yeah. mode now. But uh, but also, okay, but, the Phillies get more seats in the or butts in the seats because you also they also have their young prospects that people have been waiting on. They're up in the majors right now. That was Hoskins. That was Nola. That was um, Eflin. Mm-hmm. So, so I who, mean, the, who are our prospects we're waiting for other than those four pitchers? I, I we mean, got anybody, you, you we have got, anybody in the minor league. You got to wait hit? for Daz Cameron. You got to wait for Jake Rogers. Um, Is Will, Jake Will, Rogers Will, still hitting? Yeah, Willie Castro will be up this year at some point. I would, I would assume, and he'll take over the shortstop. For duty. a brief week, we were waiting for Jamer Condelario to come up from the minors. <laughs> and look at that, he's hitting better than uh, Ronnie Rodriguez. There we go. You know, maybe All if right. we send Ronnie down, uh, he'll learn to hit again. So, so what happened in the NCAA baseball tournament? Let's move on. NCAA baseball tournament, uh, the top, or not top 16, but uh, the final 16 teams have been decided. Uh, Who do you like in the tournament? Who do I like in the tournament? Well, the team I really liked, um, I don't really like now because they scared me because they almost got eliminated in t- three games. And that would have been the UCLA Bruins, who had not lost a series all year long. But almost. But they almost, almost. lost uh, in at the regional they were hosting. And I haven't paid any attention to it. I saw that, uh, uh, that uh, Miami... Got eliminated. Mm-hmm. My, the Hurricanes. Yep. And they they had lost a Central in their opening game, and then they ended up making it to the regional finale against uh, Mississippi State, who blew them out of the well, water. While, while we were in Durham, we saw the Canes bus heading out of town. <laughs> Did you wave goodbye? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Michigan, the University of Michigan made it through. Yeah. Uh, they'll be playing They're UCLA. They're in the tournament? Yeah. yeah. might actually oh, yeah. take yeah. some interest. Yeah. yeah. They'll be playing UCLA. Uh, what about Vanderbilt? Yeah, Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vanderbilt, yeah, Vanderbilt will be playing. Um, you know, I've told you the story before about John Malcolm down there. <laughs> Right now, there to me, there is no front runner. The front mm-hmm. runner was UCLA for me, and they still could be considered the front runner. But I don't know. They they show that they're that not, they're human. Yeah, that they, they they can be scored on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was watching a little bit of that too. Yeah. Yeah. I was I'll, like, wow. I'll take Vandy just because of uh, Mr. Malcolm. Sure. Maybe they redshirted him. I don't even know. I don't I haven't followed college baseball that much. Well, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, in, in honor of Scott being here, we ought to do a little promo. I think we ought to show that great video that uh, with the, the, the announcer amazing, with that. Yeah, amazing in the voice the announcer. The mellifluous yes. tones <laughs> of Jess Monticello. 
Would you like to play some baseball? Do you still dream of playing on a major league field, experiencing the magic of places like Field of Dreams? For 15 years, Play at the Plate has been making dreams come true. Play at the Plate offers you the chance to play ball. Join us for a lifetime experience. Go to playattheplate.org or call Scott Green at 631-255-4475. That's 631-255-4475. And that's 631-255-4475. I, I just really want to be Buzz Van Houten when I grow up. You know? <laughs> There's a, a, a local guy who does a, uh, a uh, commercial on the radio for a, a local uh, car dealership, and he's got that deep voice. Oh. And, it's just <laughs> and uh, Buzz works here. And, uh, Get me his number. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fired already. Yep. Well, you know, we saw on that on that commercial, Scott, the uh, Field of Dreams in Iowa. And that is next for us. And when is that? We have two events. One is a, a very special event, which we should have six teams for, is a Fantasy Camp World Series. So if you've played in one of your Major League Fantasy Camps, you are eligible to play in that. We have currently the Reds, Indians, Giants, Rockies, and probably the Mets, and um, there's one more in there somewhere. So we should have six teams for that, and you will win a nice championship ring. That is July 24th to 28th. We still have room for a Tigers team, and I know they I have a big turnout. Just, I can't believe there's not a Tigers yeah, I, fantasy camp team. What, what, when is this? This is July 24th to 28th. It's eight weeks away. We have room for one or two more teams. It's $6,500 for the team. It's an unbelievable experience, and you'll play for a ring against other fantasy campers from different major league clubs. I mean, it's, I think we're going to get this off the ground. It's going to become, over time, very big for us, as I think Durham is about to blow big time mm -hmm. for us. And then uh, the week after the fantasy camp, we have our father-son event. Oh, cool. July, uh, August 1st uh, through 4th, and then we go up to beautiful Cooperstown in September 13th to 15th. And then finish the season, sadly, uh, at uh, Rickwood Field, which I think will probably be the last time we go there because I'm just trying to get some other new venues. I love Birmingham. I love the field. It's the oldest field in America. Very competitive event, uh, team-oriented event, but play at the plate will have uh, enough room for a pool team or two. But it's a beautiful, beautiful place to play. But we're stretching ourselves a little thin now, so we want to either pull back a little bit or find a new venue. I've looked at a couple places just the last couple of days, but so you could have a chance to play at the oldest site in baseball history. Cool. It was built in 1911. And if you saw the movie 42, that's where mm -hmm. a lot of the f scenes were filmed and the movie Cobb was filmed there, but it is absolutely a precious piece of ground nice. and I hope that uh, if you're interested in playing ball with us, you consider coming to that. Yeah. Well, I've I haven't been to Rickwood, uh, but I have been to Cooperstown for your event a couple times mm -hmm. with my son, and it's just oh, there's something about being able to play baseball with your kid. Mm -hmm. oh, it's special. Uh, it it really is. Um, 
And I was, uh, I was proud of Joe this week. Except, he did great. Except he when he great. got all ticked off because he made an out, you know. Or... <laughs> he's a, yeah. he's yeah. a hothead he like Joe. He was with a broken helmet, by the way. <laughs> that was his helmet. Um, uh, uh, and it didn't break. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and, and no, we plays, had to talk yeah. about it. Um, he plays with passion. He's a good player. And it, I, unfortunately, have not really had that experience with my own son because he's just not a baseball player. We've had had a couple of times, but to be able to see you play with your son this past weekend was fabulous. I'll loan you mine anytime. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Mine turned out to be a golfer. (laughs) Well, that's okay, too. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, and and, and, at Cooperstown, by the way, you know, know, I don't know if there's six teams or how Mm -hmm. many teams that are put together. Every guy I met was just wonderful. They were in awe of being on this field, double-day field. Yeah. And... Because there are more than, you know, there's six teams, you don't want to be standing around. So Scott sets up this other field at a campground. And I'm thinking, we got to go to a campground. This is going to be awful. It's a beautiful field. <laughs> it's got a, a cornfield out, great hitting background out in the outfield. There's a fence, but mm-hmm. there's a cornfield behind it. And it was it was gorgeous. Well, it's, it's a special field because it was built, uh, it's called the Beaver Valley Campground, and uh, it's about five miles from downtown Cooperstown. And it is a labor of love for the guy who built the field. And the red clay that you think is, that's used for the uh, Mm -hmm. infield in Pitcher's Mountain home plate area is actually crushed red bricks. Really? Yeah, and it's special. And, you know, if you go on there and even attempt to, perhaps on a rain delay, to do something for him, uh, he'll probably shoot you. But Dwayne uh, <laughs> Sharrett does a, an unbelievable job, and we love playing, and it's a beautiful family that runs the place. So our, what we'll call spillover games or other games, are always played at Beaver Valley. Oh, it's, very it's, cool. And it's, it's a field of dreamish type place. Yeah. yeah. yeah and you can actually nice. stay there. they got cabins and the whole nine yards. So it's, uh, and it, and it's of, a And, of course, place. next year in April, you have the uh, – uh, West Palm Beach tournament. But the dates are already set: April second, third, fourth, and fifth. And in, actually, in three weeks, we have our annual summer sale, which sixty-five percent of the people who come to Palm Beach sign up for. We have two weeks, and we take a good amount of money off that uh, uh, for uh, people who want to book and plan their trips early. So we're going to include that. And the tentative dates for. Uh, Bur- or Durham will probably be about the same. I might try to move it up a week or two, try to avoid some of the heat. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, we're looking forward to our 17th year. Well, after, congratulations. after the spring we've had here, uh, it, was, it was welcome to get some heat and some mm-hmm. dryness. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, you guys want to talk about uh, who you like for the All-Star game so far? Yeah. I honestly think... Shane Green and possibly uh, Matt Boyd making that that cut down the road, not being yeah. first 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 call. Well, but. the thing is with Major League Baseball, it's one thing I like um, is every team has to at least have one representative yep. in the All Star game. We had uh, we had it was uh, Joe, it was yeah, Joe, Joe Man yeah, last yeah, last year, year yeah. not this year. Oh. This year, if the Tigers only get one, who should it be? Should Green. it be Matt Boyd, Shane Green? Or Spencer Turnbull. Green. Why, why do you say green? How I'm, about I'm Brandon Dixon? Got to need a closer. <laughs> Brandon Dixon? <laughs> Brandon Dixon, yes. Jacoby Jones. He definitely deserves to go. No, He's Shane Green. He's better lately. Shane, Shane Green, he's been, uh, besides that one 
one blown game, mm-hmm. uh, which was mostly on errors from our infield. Yeah. Shane Green's been light at, lights out, and he's really taken that role of a closer because he always wanted to be a starter, even when he was try- when he was coming up through yeah, New he's York. Been a, he's been effective. Yeah. He's had good stuff. And yeah. that, that game. You know, it's hard it to is. come in and, and yeah. have to have to throw five outs. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard enough to get three. Yeah. But he takes every game, you know, just as serious, and he's got great movement on. I don't know what ha- his movement on his ball is just, you know, left to right or right to left, and he knows where to put it. Yeah. And who's he, the Who's the All Star uh, uh, candidate for you from the uh, Cards? Well, it have to be Goldschmidt, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Uh, I don't see any of the pitchers you know, going. What about Azuna? Possibly. Yep. Possibly him, Dijon could, you know, Molina will probably make it just because he is who he is. Yeah. yeah. So you'd have two or three guys, I think, coming from the yeah, they've, they've, I don't think any of the pitching is coming from them. But Yeah. Carts have a good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. But they're, you know, they're underachieving, I think, a bit. They'll get hot. <coughs> They'll get hot. I hope so. I mean, they did last year, and that's what that's why uh, Mike Schultz got signed to a three-year contract. Mm-hmm. He came now. in, he took over for Matheny, he came yeah. in in August, and they were lights out. But, you know, they had the worst May in their history. Yeah. It was horrible. So hopefully— uh, And they're still only three games back. Yeah, they are. It's it's just going to be a—you can't go a on grind. long losing streaks in that division. No. All right, no. You just can't. Yeah. And, and Corey, I, I have to differ from you. If the Tigers get one in, I, I truly believe it will be Matt Boyd. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just because of the the pace at which he is performing at. Mm-hmm. He's up to strikeout rate. He's not giving up many runs. Right. He's going deep. He's going deeper into games yep. than most starters mm-hmm. are. Um, and right now he's still in contention for the Cy Young in the American League, which is yeah. I, which is tough to think about when you're a Tigers fan. It's well, here, here's really, Verlander's always going to be there for that Cy Young. Here's a question Verlander for you. Verlander should have four Cy Youngs. This year <laughs> should be his fifth, but, you know, he got robbed in two years. Because he wasn't on the ballot the t- though, for well, those no, two. Well, no, I mean, he, Porcello somehow won at that one Hey, Porcello had, be, what, 22 wins? He had 22 wins. 22 wins but and he, that was, was the only, that was the only statistical category he led. Yeah. And one of it was the best. One of the... Um, press that votes, you uh-huh. know, he came out and he said, yeah, I just didn't put Verlander on my ballot because I don't like Justin Verlander as a person. Wow. I'm like, you've got to be able to separate yeah. You kind of should. You really should. <laughs> yeah, the you really should. I can tell you a man who won the Triple Crown twice and didn't win American League MVP because yeah. of the same reason. Mm-hmm. It was called Ted Williams. Yep. Yeah. He I mean, I think, I think it's ridiculous. You take, you take the player. You don't take the personality. If the player is the best player... Then he yeah. should. I mean, I'm sorry if you know if you had an encounter with him and he wasn't the nicest person. I had an encounter with Justin Verlander and I got the wrong first impression from him too. Oh uh, yeah, but, yeah, you're you know, in the clubhouse with him. But I still thought he's a hell of a player. <gasps> Was he one of the meanies that told you to clean his cleats and like a no, line no. of cleats? That was that was, that was Max <laughs> Scherzer. Oh, was it Scherzer? And he was just an absolute jackass. <laughs> right. You were here first. There is no <laughs> easy way to put it with let's him. Be nice. I like Scherzer as a pitcher. I, I like him as a player. I like him as a player. I don't uh, like him as a person. Uh, maybe, maybe that sports writer was jealous of the Kate Upton thing. You know, maybe. I mean, come on. I mean, uh, I'm kind of jealous too. So it's everybody's what's, jealous about who, that. Come on, who's our who's our who's our up and comer in, in in the farm? Who? So our prospect this week is a uh, outfielder by the name of Luke Birch, uh, 25 years old. 
and uh, he was a ninth-round selection by the Tigers back in the 2017 draft out of Kent State University okay. down in Kent, Ohio. Uh, last year, he spent the year at Lakeland and West Michigan, mm-hmm. batted uh, 304 with a zero, not zero, point seven zero three OPS, 16 doubles, two triples, 49 RBIs, was 22 of 30 uh, for stolen bases. Struck out 111 times, walked 26. Like most Tigers, it seems like, you know, he's got to cut down on the strikeout. Sure. Uh, this year, though, he's now at Lake Erie. Not Lake Erie. He's at Erie, double-A. And uh, he started the season, though, at Lakeland, batted 307, 760 OPS, three doubles, three triples, eight RBIs. He was 6 of 10 with stolen bases there this year. And since coming up to Erie, he's been batting 295 with a 644 OPS, a double, an RBI, and he's two of three in stolen base versus stolen base attempts. And he's struck out 16, walked twice. His defense's speed and the consistent contact is what's going to keep him rising the ladder. It's not going to be the power. So he's a good defensive player. What position does he play? Uh, He's been all around the outfield with the Tigers. He's been center, left, and right. Mm-hmm. Um, I would project he's probably going to come up more as a center fielder, though, with the speed and the defensive ability. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, he, if you know, if someone else has that slot and he's you know in consideration, he could play left or right. Yeah. Um, the and he's ba- a left-handed batter. I see. Yep, he is a left-handed batter. Um, the big thing though with him from when I would see him when Bowling Green would play Kent, he has no second speed. His his full speed is 110%. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no oh, that first gear, second gear. That doesn't work in Detroit where you just jog to first. I, I, he wouldn't make it in the big leagues if he, if, he does, if he hustles after what we've seen here in the last several years. Um, of course, he could play with Machado. He would he would balance them out. Okay, um, I'm sorry. That, that comment just killed me. I don't have to hustle. Uh, so, uh, you think this guy's coming up? You think he's going to AAA this year? I, I I would be very curious to see if he goes to AAA this year. Um, I, I first of all, you got to have some of these guys from AAA either come up to the big leagues mm-hmm. or go elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, some of these guys at AAA have been there for a few years. If they don't come up this year, I really question: Are they ever going to come up? Sure. Or they are they a lifer in the minors? Um, but I, I have a feeling if Cameron goes up and Birch gets some more opportunity at Erie, can show he can hit, can show he's one of the better defenders. I, I think he gets that shot in AAA to end the year. Okay. Um. And I know Luke Birch, uh, I believe, was in the Arizona Fall League a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's shown he's got the potential. Um, it's just going to be whether or not he sees the big leagues with the Tigers is more the question I'm wondering. Because he'll make the big leagues. I, I truly believe that. But will it be with the Tigers? That's going to be the the question. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of people being traded or released or whatever. Do you think the Tigers will trade Boyd 
since he's their best pitcher at the deadline for more prospects? Are we still in prospect mode? Yeah. Everybody is available yep. in my book except for Mize. Casey Mize, mm -hmm. Matt Manning. Yeah. Everybody else is fair game. Yeah. What about, well, you, you saw Fiedo's fair game? I mean, if you can package him with somebody else to get a young impact hitter with, mm -hmm. if, if I could trade away one of my core pitching in the minors for a guy, for a batter that could produce that same potential, I'd do it. But what, what would you, who, but you, I mean, are I, you saying Fiedo would? Do, I could do Fiedo, I could do Burroughs. Uh -huh. um, you're not going to get much right now for Franklin Perez mm -hmm. because he's been injured and he's not yeah. been playing and who knows what he will turn out well, to we're, be. We're talking, and even though he's on the IL, we're talking Fulmer, mm -hmm. Boyd. Yep. Now, um, the, the guy this year uh, is Turnbull. Turnbull. Mm -hmm. uh, Mize, Fiedo, Manning, Burroughs. I mean, you're starting to pile up some. When you got to throw Zimmerman in there because he's under yeah. contract next year. Well, to 2021, right? Uh, another, he's under contract, yeah. yeah another yeah, guy year. who I said, you know, he's he probably he's going to have a good season this year. He's going to be healthy. I was wrong. Um, I mean, they've they've got lots of pitching, at least pitching prospects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't know how many of them are suspects. And, and I mean, you could also throw Daniel Norris in that in that category yeah, right and, now. Yeah, and you know, there's a guy who hasn't gotten there yet, but we've seen Sparks. He's he's made a turn, and I think that's the biggest thing that the I've noticed. The question is, will he complete the turn? And well, can he stay healthy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've definitely noticed when he's he's... You know, when he's releasing the ball, he's not—he's not overthrowing. He's actually really taking his time, and it, it dropped in velocity a little bit. But uh, yeah. but the fact is, he's actually completing the pitches, and he's not letting runs score early on. And he actually mm -hmm. kind of—he go, goes a little deep. Not—he's not a seven-inning guy, but well, he can go to about. Five. And, and that was the one big thing with Alex Fiedo the year after he got drafted. The one thing that the team saw was his velocity yeah. dropped, and. That was worrisome. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often with pitchers because when you when you come into a professional team system, they're gonna try and figure out, you know, ways to obviously make your approach if you're a batter better, make your, you know, your mechanics if you're a pitcher better. And you're you should be experiencing some sort of you know, off take in a sense because yeah. you gotta learn to adjust it. You gotta learn how to fix whatever the team is trying to fix on you. Yeah. And I mean, the the velocities come back a little bit for Fiedo. It's not back to where it was. Mm -hmm. But also, when you are gonna pitch in professional ball, it's not I can throw the ball 98 miles an hour. So I'm just gonna blow people away. You need to know how to pitch. You need to know. The, the the sequences the, just, the the way to play the game and a lot of times now at college the, the the catcher's not calling the game the pitcher's not calling the game it's the pitching coach calling the game mm -hmm. and that's something that a lot of catchers and pitchers and players in college baseball I wish they would do more of is have your catcher call the game because or have your pitcher call the game because if they're one of these guys that are expected to make it to the next level they're going to need to know how to do that. Yeah. So if it's if it's a leader, if, if it's someone who can lead the team on the field, I don't know why we're, people aren't starting that in high school and in college. Yeah. 
By the way, Luke Birch, three for five last night. Okay. Ooh, not bad. Uh, I was just uh, looking at uh, Emily Walden's uh, Twitter account. Too. She follows the minor leagues for the, mm-hmm, for the mm-hmm. Tigers. And uh, she, I, I couldn't find her tweet about uh, about the Manning, Fido. Oh, I mean, it, are we talking about the poll? No, no, no. This okay. was not a poll. This was all, all four guys are doing well. Yeah. Uh, you know, Fido is probably uh, at the at the back of that pack, but it's sure. a, it's all all four guys are having good seasons. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Mize is just. Miles ahead, he's spectacular. M- Mize has the- a few too many walks, from what I see. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I don't know what. I have no other criticism of the numbers. I'm I'm yeah. ex- I'm, I'm excited and nervous for Mize in all the sense because he is kind of lived up to the hype of being a first rounder, first pick. Um, but like I said, I think in a previous episode, is that I want to see him fail and fail bad. And then pick oh, himself up. Wait, hold on. Fi- hold no, on. no, 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 no. Hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. He did fail. He did fail. How? He had one start where he gave up like four runs. He failed. That's all. Right. That's and not even drafted. Say his he got drafted by <laughs> yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Oh, that's not a fail on his part. Oh my gosh. All right. All right. I got. A, I have a question. He, wait, he could have gone back to Auburn. Though. We're to yeah. the, we're to the point in our show uh-huh. where we're going to talk about my favorite subject, which is food. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I want to know. Scott, what's your favorite food when you go to the ballpark? Which ball? And you're closest to uh, City Field, right? Where you are? Yeah, City Field. So. so, what's your favorite food there? If I went to City Field and would only have something to eat, I'd probably go out behind Center Field to the Shake Shack. Hamburger fries. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a no-brainer for there. Although they have a great restaurant upstairs in left field, if you have a higher price ticket, mm-hmm. uh, which is very good, they have a great well, you can eat uh, appetizer, buffet, everything from pizza to pasta or whatever, and you can sit down and have a nice meal. Uh, I will tell you that uh, I went crazy at the ballpark in Durham. I tried stuff from the Dominican Republic, uh, <laughs> a food bus that was out, uh, the food uh, cart that was out in right field. The best food I've ever seen at any ballpark. I got Asian food, mm-hmm. I went for a hamburger. The margaritas were great. That ballpark was majorly quality yeah. yes. across the board. Wow. I mean, across the board. There are places that aren't that nice. There's a place in the, uh, let's see, the left field corner called uh, Gonzo Tacos and Tequila. Yeah. It gets great ratings. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good. And I saw the food coming out of there, but the line was a little too long. It looked really good. It was. <laughs> hey, uh, what's, yeah, we've what's got our about food three of the week? minutes left on our show, and uh, our first food of the week. Well, first of all, we're going out to Dodger Stadium in okay. LA, and the first item is properly named the Dodger Sausage. It is an Al Pastor seasoned sausage. Okay. It's not vegan if, though. If you like pineapple on your pizza, oh, you'll probably Lord. go a little nuts over nah. this. And I love pineapple on my pizza. I know. I know. Uh, the, it's link, not bad. the links are made by it's Maestro Sausage, an LA-based company that produces specialty sausage. So it's the sausage with, I believe, uh, pineapple. Tomato and soap? Is that yes. soap? No, I'm some kind of sauce. Sauce. I was going to say something else. I, I am yeah, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not 100% sure what the, uh, the, the, the line is. Um, 
And our last item, though, for, for, for those who like sushi, this, you'll like this last item. California, and what are you doing? California Roll Bowl. Oh, boy. Um, is that just so this is best sushi city. So this is a dish with pretty much what you would get in a sushi roll. Okay. But just in a bowl. Looks like so I crab. I believe it's crab, uh-huh. uh, onion, carrots, uh, peas, and I'm not quite sure what the, the, the sauce is. Uh, it looks like a, a mayo base, yeah. uh, almost like a mustard base, maybe. Um, but that looks. Uh, uh, I'm not eating that at the no, ballpark. No, no. <laughs> I'm just not. It's how bougie you know, would ball, you look to sit at the ballpark? It's got to be here, and the cup is in the other hand. Well, hold on, this hold on. Hold on. Hold it is California. Come on, it's California. But would you rather be seen with this or with creme brulee French toast at you know Fenway I, Park? I don't think either, because what if a ball's coming at you? Well, You're not going to put down the forty-five dollar you know dish. Hey, I will tell you the thing I miss about City Field, and, and going back just for a second, they had a place. In the right field corner downstairs, I mean, it was tucked away. It was bacon on a stick. Yes, <laughs> yes. It was this thick, that long, on a skewer, and it had maple syrup. Yes. On it. And where are you going? Um, just I gotta go get something. Be right back. <laughs> you know, four or five of those later, you just feel the arteries harder. Like, I didn't care. <laughs> it's not there anymore. I went there to, a couple of weeks ago when Syndergaard pitched a good game and hit the home run, and they won one nothing on the complete game. I went right back to right field looking for bacon on the stick. And hey, I didn't get it. We gotta <laughs> wrap it up here. But uh, thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, mm-hmm. uh, Scott. Thank especially. you very much for having me. And thank you, Ethan. And let's play two.